You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. Good morning. It is Monday, July 11th, and you are listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Lance Flynn. While USC and UCLA announced their eventual move to the Big Ten almost two weeks ago, realignment is still on top of every college football fan's mind, and a lot of the talk centers around what happens with teams in the Pac-12 that don't currently have another conference right now to go to. So joining me now to discuss the conference's future, including that of the team he covers, the Arizona Wildcats, is Jason Shear of 24-7 Sports Wildcat Authority.com. Jason, how we doing? Thanks so much for coming on. Giving me some time today. Really appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on. Been been busy, but but fun with all the realignment stuff. Yeah, I'm sure it's been a, a busy couple of weeks for you, for sure. And I want to start this interview out by asking the Pac-12 TV negotiations, right? They were announced to be started last week. The current deal ends in the summer of 2024, right around the time that USC and UCLA would be moving into the Big Ten. It was also reported that the conference was talking to the ACC potentially about a partnership of sorts regarding its television rights. And look, on one hand, that sort of makes sense as obviously conferences are scrambling and figuring out what to do next, especially, excuse me, the ACC and the Pac-12, obviously, uh, and the Big 12, too. But on the other hand, look, the ACC, they're trying to figure out their next move regarding realignment. And who knows? You know, maybe that next move includes some Pac-12 teams and down, uh, down the road. So what's the latest when it comes to this merger of sorts between the two conferences and your thought, your thoughts on potential plans regarding the ACC and the Pac-12 coming together? Yeah, it, there's a lot of moving parts to that. And the first thing is, it, it sounds like a complete merger is off the table. It's not going to happen. You're not going to see the the Pac-10 join the ACC as a complete merger. What it would be is a partnership of sorts in the sense where you have the Pac-10, you have the ACC, the winners of the conference during the season in football would play in the championship game. For basketball, you'd have some crossover games. Football, you'd have some out-of-conference games like Miami versus Oregon, things like that. To me, it reads like the Pac-12 trying to kind of save itself. Because the the biggest positive for that for the Pac-12 is they'd have ESPN coverage, basically. ESPN would have to pick up the Pac-12 for that to happen. You know, if you're the ACC, your deal's locked into 2036. You're a little bit more comfortable than the Pac-12 is right now. But from what I understand, the complete merger isn't going to happen. So it would have to be ESPN picking up the Pac-12 and saying, you know what, let's try to maximize the market by having a partnership of sorts. And the Pac-12 opening up TV negotiation rights, right, that, that again, I mentioned uh, happened last week or was announced at least last week. That's got to be just like a last gasp kind of thing for the Pac-12, I assume, right? Because my guess is that without USC and UCLA, the TV deal that they're going to agree with, it's not going to be what it was when they agreed to the last one. It's not in a way. It can't, it can't be. Yeah, it's not even going to be close. Uh, you know, the the numbers show that they're losing pretty much 40% of their value uh, by those two schools leaving. It's it's twofold. It's number one, you think the Pac-12 has something up its sleeve, so it open up negotiations right away. Or number two, the, the, the teams that want to leave and are now looking to leave said, show me the numbers ASAP. And if you can show me the numbers that make it worth staying, I'll stay. And if those numbers don't come, we're out of here. I lean towards that. I think it's, it's pretty much a favor to the Pac-12 saying, look, 
We'll give you 30 days. You show us the numbers. Maybe we'll even give you longer to see if, if ESPN doesn't come to the table to see who else comes to the table. But we need to know what these numbers look like ASAP. And regarding teams potentially leaving, you know, I think everyone's sort of waiting, right? What team is next? Or if any team will even have the guts to, to make the move away from the Pac-12 and follow USC and UCLA, maybe not to the Big Ten, but to another conference. You know, there've been a lot of potential scenarios mentioned about teams bolting for the Big 12, the Big Ten, like we mentioned, on and on, including the team that you cover, the Arizona Wildcats. But what's the latest? What can you tell me about who could be next? Or if there even will be a next in the foreseeable future with a team trying to bolt the Pac-12? Yeah, I, I think it's going to slow down a little bit because I think that schools are going to wait to get those numbers. But the four most likely schools to bolt right now are Arizona, ASU, Colorado, and Utah. Uh, I think it would be Washington and Oregon if they had a place to go. Like if the Big Ten invited those schools, they'd be out of here tomorrow. Um, but that invitation hasn't come yet, and we don't know if it will come. But the heaviest discussions, from what I understand, are with the corner schools. I don't think anything is imminent, but if I had a guess, I, I think that's the path that we're kind of going down right now are arizona and arizona state a package deal of sorts do, if, if one leaves does the other have to follow them do they have to go together or can they kind of separate from everything i've heard the discussions are there together it would be really surprising now what's happened in the past we've seen you know we thought oklahoma and oklahoma state were tied together until they weren't but yep. from right now the discussions are that those two schools are, are tied together and will likely wind up in the same place so do you believe that it's possible that the 10 remaining schools, I guess, remain loyal to the conference and George Klyavkov and, and the ADs try to add teams? Or is that just kind of unlikely at this point? Because look, who would they even add, right? Fresno State, Boise State, San Diego State, they don't move the needle nationally. You know, no offense to them, but they just don't. The issue is that you would have to add so many schools to make up for the loss of USC and UCLA that you'd actually just be watering it down because your share would, would decrease because now you got to pay more schools. I, I don't think expansion is on the table as much as, you know, it, it may have been for other conferences. There's San Diego State and, and UNLV make a lot of sense. But at the end of the day, they're not moving the needle enough financially for the 10 schools to care. I, I think the most likely scenario, if we're talking about keeping the conference alive, would be those 10 schools, you know, partnering up or just staying with those 10 schools, seeing if they can get the best deal and dividing the money that way. How awkward, and this is kind of a, a personal question for you, because I'm assuming you'll be there or at least be covering. How awkward is Pac-12 Media Day is going to be when it happens? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, George, it, it, they got to know what's coming up, right? Like, yeah. it's going to be the only topic. And maybe when you split and talk to coaches individually, it won't be. But, I mean, the first time Lincoln Riley or Chip Kelly take the podium, George is going to take the podium. I mean, it's going to be wild. Yeah. Do you do you envy at all George Klyavkov's position right now? I mean, for a guy who started, what, last summer at this point to get thrown into this fire only a year later, sort of. I mean, I, I really feel for him. I mean, that that is just a tough position to be in. Yeah, I mean, it really is. And he probably joined the conference thinking he'd have to clean up a couple things. And, you know, he also stood pat. He had the opportunity to expand and and, and he basically said no. And so it's partially his fault. But I mean, the, the trajectory of the conference since he joined and a lot of it's not his fault uh, has just been crazy to deal with. Now, looking back a year, right, how big of a joke really was the alliance between the ACC, the Big Ten, and the Pac-12? I mean, I mean, I see you laughing. How? I mean, come on. Like, like, that that yeah, I mean, just went right down the drain. It, it was never there. Like, you know, handshake deals don't exist anymore. When you're when you're dealing with billion-dollar you know, entities or whatever it is, yeah. what's a handshake deal? And, and it's, what's funny is the alliance turned out to probably give the Big Ten an opportunity yeah. to steal the Pac-12's two best schools. Yeah. And so it's – and that's, I think, part of the hesitancy with the ACC is it's be, being described as a loose partnership and Pac-12 fans are like, 
no, we don't want to do this again. We yeah, we just had a loose partnership. Yeah, so it, it was just, it made no sense at the time and it makes even less sense now. So let's look ahead now. Five years from now, does the Pac-12, Pac-10, Pac-8, whatever it's going to be called then, does the conference exist? You know, can it remain or does a merger come along or just an all-out fleeing by the remaining teams happen to, I guess, end the conference in college athletics? I just don't see how it exists. I just don't see how it'll be financially viable down the road. I'm not sure it's going to exist. You know, the day USC and UCLA leave, that could be the end of the conference. But five years from now, I mean, I I think we're headed towards the super conference idea and a complete restructuring of college football. And I would just be really surprised if that includes the Pac-10 or whatever it looks like. We'll hear more from Jason Shear on this topic when we come back. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Jason, a couple questions about Arizona before I let you go. Just in general, what's the latest you know about the Wildcats future? Obviously, we all heard the rumor about the Pac-12, or excuse me, about the Big 12, and that they could be one of the four or six teams to potentially bolt to that conference. Where's the university currently when it comes to realignment and, and making sure its athletic programs are in the best position possible? I, I got to give credit. I, I think that the administration here has been very aggressive in, in trying to find its new home. There's other schools that are kind of sitting back and seeing what happens. Arizona is not one of them. They've been pretty aggressive. The issue is it's, it's difficult to imagine Arizona going on its own. So you kind of, the Forest Corner schools are a little bit of a package, it sounds like. And so I, I think if it was up to Arizona, they'd go to the Big 12. I think it's still kind of headed in that direction, but it's maybe slowed down a bit. But, um, you know, it, it's going to come down to, you know, they, they can, Arizona can go to the Big 12 and the geographical footprint is fine. Like th- they would be fine in the Big 12. And so right now, you know, if I had to guess, I think Arizona's headed towards the Big 12, but it probably slowed down a little bit in the past week while other schools figure out what they want to do. Yeah, I guess that's kind of a, my question. Is there a timeline? to this at all? Do you know, do, does the Arizona president, uh, Robert Robbins, do, does the athletic director, do they have like a certain timeline or, or a timeline or a date that they want to figure this thing out by? I could see things picking. It's difficult to say. I would say by the end of this football season, we're going to know because then you're a year left. And, and something that I think people have to keep in mind is let's say all these schools announce that they're leaving and the Pac-12 basically dies. Well, in a month, you got to play a football season. And and that's something that it, it's just in terms of competitiveness and all that and coverage, it kind of screws everything up. So if you're a team like Arizona and you know you want to leave and you can, you're going to leave at the end of the football year anyway, you wait the football season, you play competitive games, and then you announce after the season, look, we're all going. Because it's, it's difficult for basically you to say the conference is dead, but hey, watch us for two more years and see if we can make money in the next few years. So it wouldn't surprise me if it slowed down because of that. But again, I, I think we're going to know more after this, this TV window closes. If they don't have a deal and then it goes another 30 days and they don't have a deal, 
I think it's pretty obvious where the whole thing is headed. And regarding Arizona, look, Arizona is one of those schools like a Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, Duke, that obviously has Power 5 football, but is a basketball school. Unfortunately for the basketball programs in all these various schools, college football is what's driving ultimately this realignment. Has Arizona basketball, have have they made a statement? You know, Have you heard from the head coach? Have you heard from, from any players about everything that's going on and what their thoughts are on this? Arizona has been really quiet. Like for uh, in terms of, you know, the, the AD only released one statement and it was basically like, we're going to look out for our, our athletes and all that. But the individual coaches and them, they haven't released any statements. Um, you know, I think Big 12 basketball is intriguing because all of a sudden, yeah. you know, the, the conference, the Pac-12, you're not going to have USC or UCLA. Arizona's rival is gone. But you go in the Big 12 and all of a sudden it's Arizona Baylor, Arizona, Kansas, you know. And, and all of a sudden, you have the best basketball conference in America. And I think that's intriguing to the basketball program. So, Jason, last one from me. Look, University President Robert Robbins and Athletic Director Dave Heckey, look, if they got their way, if Arizona ended up getting their way and, and what hap- what they want to happen happens, is Arizona out of the Pac-12 in three to five years? And if so, what conference do you think they end up joining? You might just answer the question already, but what conference do you think they end up joining? And uh, if, again, if they get their way, are they out in three to five years at least? Yeah, I think if everything is financially makes sense, Arizona's in the Big 12 within the next five years. I just think that there's connections there. Um, there's more the, the Pac-10. They don't see it as viable. Roberts, Robert Robbins is a is a Texas guy, Southern guy, and and I think that's kind of where this whole thing is headed. I, it, it it would it could happen quicker if the other schools get on board. I could see it, but I would be really surprised if they're not in the Big 12 within the next five years. Jason Shearer of WildcatAuthority.com, 24-7 Sports Arizona site. He's been all over Pac-12 realignment. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Shear. Thanks so much for coming on and joining me, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Make sure to give the College Football Daily a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. For Jason Shear, I am Lance Glenn. Have a good Monday, and thanks for listening to the College Football Daily. of sports mixed with your pop culture along with humor and celebrity interviews your earbuds are enjoying the rich eisen show dan orlovsky are you still a Jaden daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy i think the three things that make it stand out for me are number one i think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft every quarterback in the nfl is accurate he's got the best on tape number two most transferable stuff to the nfl and then i think the third thing is pocket peace search for the rich eisen show on youtube or wherever you listen